Hello, everyone. How you all doing? Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes of Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. I'm your host, Jason B, and today we're going to talk about the current events and what's going on today and how we can safely react to the reports and the things that are going on about the coronavirus. I'll be right back in just a moment, and here is a word from our sponsor. Okay, let's get on with the episode. So first, let's define what actually is the coronavirus. According to the World Health Organization, this is an organization um, that has many different members, um, and this is the article that they put out. It says the coronavirus are a large family of viruses that cause illness ranging from common cold to more severe um, disease such Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, or MERS, COV, and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, SARS. Uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, is a new strain that is that was discovered in 2019 and has not yet previously been identified in humans. Coronaviruses are a, are a zoonotic, meaning that they are transmitted between animals and people. Detailed investigations found that SARS was transmitted from COVID cats to humans, and MERS was um, dromedary camels to humans. Several known um, coronaviruses are are circulating in animals and that have not yet infected humans. Common signs of infection include respiratory symptoms, fever, cough, shortness of breath, and breath of breathing and difficulties. In more severe cases, infection can cause a pneumonia, severe acute respiratory syndrome, and kidney failure, and even death. Standard recommendation to prevent the infection spread include regular hand washing, covering your mouth, nose, and when coughing and sneezing. Thoroughly cooking meats and eggs and and avoid close contact with anyone who shows symptoms of respiratory illness such as coughing and sneezing. So um, that was kind of like a nice, um, I guess you could say, um, informative article. Uh, I found it, you just type up World Health Organization and they have plenty of articles talking all about the virus. So here's what I've noticed in my neck of the woods. I happen to be living in Stockton, California. My my girlfriend and my, um, my two-year-old live in Tracy, which is not far away. And what, you know, what the hard part for us in this area is, is that we live in an agriculture farm area and it's a farm mecca. So to speak, you have plenty of ranch land, plenty of farmland of growing of all kinds of different crops, but mostly in the Central Valley, we grow almonds, we grow cherries, we grow oranges, and so many other crops. Happens to be right now the blooming season. Um, a lot of the the trees that bloom their um, their flora and open up for bees to pollinate so that they can grow the fruit in their trees happen to be going on right now. So with that, with that bloom, it does release a spore in the air, which causes many people to have what they call as the common day hay fever. Hay fever is a, is a condition where the um, respiratory system or the nostrils and 
so forth are reacting in an inflammation and allergic reaction way. You can cough, you end up coughing, you end up sneezing, runny nose, swelling of the eyes, so on and so forth. So these symptoms are not too far off from what they're listing in the World Health Organization and the CDC for what could be considered a, you know, coronavirus symptoms. People will react in a very scared fashion or form when they see other people sick and they will, you know, act inappropriately in my opinion. Yesterday, my girlfriend was out shopping and uh, it was very tough to hear what she had to tell me in the middle of my work and while I was driving. She had told me that someone had approached her and telling her to keep my child under more control. My two-year-old was trying to run away from her mom and she had a runny nose. Now people are saying, you know, um, get your infected child out of here. We don't want to get sick. And that was very hard to take. I can only imagine what any single mother must be going through if their child has been sick with the flu and the fever. And it may not be the coronavirus at all. The World, World Health Organization, the CDC, um, politicians in every single country have made some kind of statement or taken some kind of action against the virus and what's going on. Is it enough or is there any way of stopping it, any way of treating it? At this current time, there is not any medical procedure that can actually fight the corona to wipe it out. That is the truth. That is a statement's that are con um, consistently released by most of the world health organizations and governments. Our own um, here in the United States, Donald J. Trump has downplayed the, the infection and how far and to what extent it will go. And I believe that is from a uninformed position in life or position in politics. Yes, the president has access to many different types of information, but um, without getting political, he does make statements that are not incongruent with the World Health Organization or the CDC. The director of the CDC and um, people that are in charge of infectious diseases and ailments have constantly not tried to argue with the president. They've tried to show that they've given him his support that he needs. Yet, they have showed in many different reports and statements that what he is saying is not accurate and trying to wordsmith their way out. So, that creates a problem and a lot of people don't believe in it. Um, different news organizations are hyping up the infection rate. We don't know for sure and few of the problems that are arising are, and coming about are such things like people are going to grocery stores, hoarding, um, they are acting in a chaotic way, trying to buy anything and everything they possibly can. So if they have to stay home for a month, you know, they have their supplies. Um, first, foremost, then one of the things that's talked about mostly in the media right now is the evaporation of toilet paper and water supplies. So here's a fun few facts that might help people out in your survival against the flu. Number one, um, in California especially, we do have a clean water supply. It may not taste the greatest, it may not be the greatest, but it is purified and recognized by the CDC and as well as part of the HHS, um, human, what is it, human health services in California. It is, test, it is tested to be healthy enough for a human consumption. We may not agree with what damage it may cause, but we, for now we have to trust that 
our water is clear. So buying up huge stashes of bottled water isn't going to get us anywhere. And though many people are making memes in fun of the, the shortages of toilet paper and water, it leads into much, much more supplies being evaporated. Many of the medical supplies, uh, flus, uh, flu medicine, and so on and so forth has also been depleted. Uh, people are buying any, anything and everything. Um, the next up is beans and rice, a, a comfort and staple part of uh, many people's cultures diets are the, those supplies are being wiped out. That's just a fact. Um, pretty soon will be the meat and protein sections. Um, I don't think that we have enough necessarily supplies to go around if people keep on just buying just to buy. So they're evaporating their wealth. They're evaporating their resources for later on. People are worried about the markets. The markets have crashed to a point. They have reached their all-time low. But with a late surge in the late afternoon, as you know, President Trump has made a declaration of a federal emergency, uh, mortgage rates are going up back up again and it's chaotic so what can we do and we're going to talk about that in the next section and what we're going to actually address on how to act as a people um i'm making this as an announcement a part of my my podcasting show and it also is a record of what's going on currently so stay tuned and we'll get right back to what can we do about the infection and what can we do as citizens so on and so forth so we'll be right back Okay, so what can we do actually with the infection rate and what's going on? It says um, number one, we're gonna. I'm looking at the CDC Center for Disease and Control and Prevention website, and it says uh, coronavirus uh, d- disease 2019 COVID-19. Uh, um, so first up, how to prepare? Um, find your local local information know where to find your local information on cov19 local trends of in the 19 cases um, know the signs and the symptoms um so signs and symptoms i'm clicking on that fever cough and shortness of breath so that's it that's in it in the shorthand uh, more in detail, um, difficulty of breathing and shortness of breath, persistent pain and pressure in the chest, new confusion and inability to arouse, and blurish, bluish lips and or of face. How to protect yourself? This is what they say. Know how it spreads. Um, the best way to prevent the illness is to avoid being exposed to the virus. The virus is through the spread mainly from person to person between people who are in a close contact with one another within six feet. Though the respiratory uh, droplets uh, produce when infected, a person coughs and sneezes. These droplets can land in the mouth or in the nose of people who are nearby and possibly inhaled in the lungs. Um, what they also recommend is clean your hands, wash your hands, and as often as possible with soap and water, at least for 20 seconds, especially after you have been in a public place or and blowing your nose and coughing and sneezing. If a soap water are not readily available, use hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. 
cover all the surfaces of your hands and rub them together until they feel dry. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. Avoid close contact, it says, and, you know, um, and here's uh, taking steps to protect others. Stay home if you're sick. Stay home if you're sick and accept get, accept get to the medical care. Learn what to do if you're sick. Um, cover coughs and sneezes. Cover your mouth and your nose. Um, throw used tissues away. Immediately wash your hands. Um, wear a face mask. If you are sick, you should wear a face mask wherever you are around other people. And if you are not sick, you do not need to wear a face mask unless you are carrying someone who is sick. Clean and disinfect. Clean and disinfect frequently touch surfaces and daily. This includes tables, doorknobs, light switches, so on and so forth. If surfaces are dirty, clean them. Use detergent or soap and water to pr um, prior dis disinfect. To disinfect, the EPA registered household disinfectants at work is diluting your household bleach to make bleach solution mix take five tablespoons one third of cup of bleach per gallon of water or four tablespoons of bleach of quart to water so that, that's really not hard to make your own hand your disinfectant and you can you can even say it's a um hand sanitizer if you really need but just remember um using soap um, that has, I, I think the best one that I would probably recommend is medical soap. You can find it in most of your drugstores. They come in a bar. Um, it lasts a long time. Surgeons use it. Doctors use it. Nurses use it. You know to disinfect their hands. Um, my recommendation against hand constant hand sanitizer. It can dry out your hands and it can make your hands more susceptible to other illnesses. You know, because it's killing everything in the natural oils and your defense mechanism that you have in the body. If you want to look up further information of that, there is ways to find out through um, the articles of infectious diseases and ailments. So I would do that. So if you're trying to prepare and you're worried that, you know, maybe we are going to be shut down as far as, you know, a people made to stay in our homes for 14 to 30 days is one thing. But the, one of the problems I feel that the administration is not addressing they do not have enough tests um there are private organizations that are developing tests right as we speak at this current time uh kaiser permanente has announced that they will have secret testing sites um you need to contact kaiser permanente if you are a member and they will release that information and that is something that i read off the news today um earlier this morning um there are organizations um they're supposed to be public health labs and then there's private health labs to those i do not know you'll have to look up in your local area who can test what and who can do what so it sounds really really confusing so if we're made to be quarantined or if we're stopped you know and they're just saying no one travels nowhere you know that doesn't really help anything because um this virus and i call it a virus is not being tested you cannot if people are not being tested um, you can be walking around being infected and no symptoms may come up for quite a while. Um, my questions are after they've contracted the virus and after people have gotten over it, are they still in an infectious state? So that's kind of like a question that, that has not been addressed or has not been answered yet to my recollection um, as I've been looking through the different articles. Um, 
for survival. Um, so these are the basic things in my suggestion if you're gonna survive in your home. Number one, take inventory of your pantry. A lot of times your pantry does have supplies. Work with your pantry, work with designed meals in advance. Get a theory if you need to eat once a day or twice a day, so be it so forth. You do have fresh and healthy, clean water through your tap if you need. If that, if you want to go ahead and spend money and buy bottled water, go right ahead. You're just getting a lot of times the same thing that you're getting out of the tap, just purified in a different direction. Um, number two, if you have household supplies, if you don't need 40 cases of, of toilet paper, don't go and buy it. Um, that creates a hoarding um, persona and people are in a panic like they are now. I've seen pictures of people on Facebook going to Costco and Walmart and many other um, distribution centers, wiping out complete supply and to no avail. People cannot, people are worried and they're scared. We all need to work together. That's, that's a fact. So sharing supplies, if you have extra, maybe talk to your neighbor or, you know, in your own circle of family to work out with your supplies. So next up, we're gonna look at, you know, other things like that you might wanna have in your household. Iodine, three drops of iodine for every, what is it, quart of water. Um, I think a drop will uh, neutralize any bacteria that is in water. It may not taste all that great, but it will purify your water in an emergency state of being. You can also boil your water and let it come to a cool that will also purify your water. So if you need to do that, you can do that. And these are basic survival tips that you can learn almost anywhere on and especially online. Um, the other thing is, is knowing your staples. Um, if you are someone who eats fast food all the time and shops out and goes out to eat, you may be in a slight disadvantage, but you still can recover basic pots and pans, knowing heat temperatures, being aware of how your stove or how your oven operates is a very important key. I would highly recommend that. Um, looking at meals, I mean, don't look at overcomplicated stuff online. I mean, some things just take preparation um, and some things just take a while. So be understanding that, you know, in your household, you are working as a team to help each other out and don't let all that whole responsibility be on one person. That's a very, very big thing. For as far as medications, um, I would have a supply of Tylenol, ibuprofen, um, maybe some cough medicine in your house. That uh, doesn't mean you need a six month supply. Um, tissues, if you can, can find them. Um, toilet paper, I'm sure will be readily available later on. Um, but right now the stores are just being wiped out. Um, my suggestion is do not go shopping this weekend because you are gonna face a horde of people all in a panic state and aggressive attitude, which can cause some attitude and you might get in an argument. You may get in a dispute. Being calm, being rational is probably going to be your best attribute that you can carry on yourself. If you can at all avoid it, you know, avoid going to public places, but doesn't mean that you can't be in a public place. Um, the CDC does recommend you wear a mask if you're coughing and sick, but if you're not, then don't worry about it. You know, just be mindful what you touch and how close proximity you are to people. The next up is understanding, um, probably what a lot of people do worry about your bills. Okay. Talk to your lenders, talk to your, um, your debtors and ask them. I've been a, you know, if you've been a consistent person that's been paying your bills, talk to them saying, I'm worried about the virus and that we may be shut down or my job. Are you willing to work with me? 
a lot of times the my lender that I was talking to I was talking to Ally Auto and they said they would be more than happy to work with me because I've been a consistent payee and that puts my mind to rest at least for the time being um, talk to your local landlord go over some strategies go over you know the process you know I know you don't want to end up homeless but talking to your your landlord or mortgage company and saying look I'm afraid that my company is gonna have me stop working or have me you know will there be any kind of forbearance you know um, work with them and I'm sure that they'll find a way and that's what's being ordered um, I heard the president he was shutting down all student loan payments at the t current time that he's there's gonna be a loan forgiveness now I don't know if that's an actual factual statement but I did hear him speak to that kind of sort. So, um, yeah, check with your lenders, check with your, you know, where you pay your bills, your lights, um, even your cable um, is very, very important. Um, next big tip. Um, I really would suggest you turning off a lot of the news. If you are constantly in a panic state, you're going to be watching the news all the time. There's no, my best suggestion would be to give yourself a break at least six to eight hours from new newscast i'm sure if the cdc or the president wants to make an announcement a public health alert will be published to your cell phone provider and they will in turn text you about what is being disclosed so you know you got to know what you're working with and they'll let us know you know yeah it sounds scary but um this is a time to hold our our elected officials accountable and how they proceed in a time of influx so to speak um next up you know so those are the basics um don't commit any unnecessary travel but get a little bit of walking exercise outside your place else maybe if you have a neighborhood to walk in you know there's nothing wrong getting your mind in a healthy state of being um i feel like it's very very important um i think that what you can do and most important is um you know go outside get some sun you know it doesn't mean i mean you can walk around your neighborhood but you're not going to be trapped in your house i mean i know people can't get uh cabin fever very easily but it's really up to us to act accordingly um yes there's a lot of people going to say and we'll help each other out be there better there for each other you know so on and so forth i think that's very important i think that um you know the elderly are really susceptible to being getting infections so this also raises the awareness of what weaknesses we do have um in a culture where most of many people are living paycheck to paycheck they're not thinking about the resources they have and people that are spending all their resources just to survive you know that i i i definitely want to shed some cautionary um, statements about that you know, I feel like it's very, very important to be able to say, um, you know, don't feed into the hype necessarily, but be aware of some basic principal things. If certain areas are high, have higher, more infected individuals, stay home. Um, if you can't stay home and you have to work, you know, uh, do your practices, I guess, yeah, if you can make your own hand sanitizer and a, a, some kind of container that dispenses it in a fair and equitable fashion please do so um i the ones i feel most sorry for right now or bad for are be kind to the medical staff in no matter what fashion whether in hospitals ambulance drivers nurses doctors lvns these people are encountering the 
disease or ailment you know head on we don't know who's infected they're going to be around people that are infected more often than anyone else so if you are a health professional i would suggest you seclude yourself unfortunately and it's really tough when you have families and kids you know you're going to need the support of your spouses or you know significant others so your family is going to be your greatest survival you know attribute or you know partnership that you can do and it's very important that you work on that collaboration because these people are on the front lines of what's going on and this is what's going to really help people get over i don't think the coronavirus is going to go away i think this is something that's probably here to stay so um we will have to wait on the news in the future of what's how they're going to either create vaccines or treatments for it or what can we do you know um the infection rate is pretty drastic. Um, last I heard in Italy, there's like 15,000 people in a country that's more than 3 million people. So that's kind of interesting. Um, at current rate, I think the United States has a current population of 330 million. I could be wrong. And I'm pretty sure that is a wrong number because it doesn't count for the undocumented people and staff and or workers, whatever you want to call it. Uh, some people call them illegal aliens. I'm not going to, but you definitely can check out and see um who's there you know so after that you know it's be kind to one another de-stressing yourself don't worry don't panic is probably the most important thing for you at this given time i feel like if we take more accountability into what we are doing um and keeping in good spirits as best we can amongst the stress that's going on is a very very important key all right, well, that's really all I have for right now on this particular episode on this virus. So what I would suggest is don't go out shopping in a panic. Don't spend all your money, you know, um, help your if you can help your fellow neighbor or your neighborhood out, you know, look out for the elderly and the young, you know, that it's probably our best defense to stay glued and stay grounded as a culture. Well, I'm your host, uh, Jason B. Thank you for listening to Good Vibes of Jason B., a Broad Minds and More podcast. Hey, everybody. It's a Sunday evening. I'm heading home from my girlfriend's house. Just spent all day with my, my two-year-old and my girlfriend. And, you know, I kind of had a little bit of a relaxing day. It was uh, just just really low-key. I was with, with my future in-laws, so to speak. And, uh, like, we went to, we went back to her house to kind of, like, take a nap and whatever and just chill. And so I, I just wanted to lay down for 30 minutes because I don't want to fuck my sleep up. So I decided to go to um, a few stores um, just to kind of survey, not really to pick up anything. And, uh, I I just noticed a lot, you know, a lot of things that are, that are out of supply. Like, um, when I went to Costco, they're completely out of poultry. Um, I went to Target, they're also out and a few other stores. Safeway has some in, in my hometown in Stockton. But the thing about that is, um, at what price, you know, um, I'm seeing drastically like, I was trying to stock up on um, medicines too, you know, um, like Tylenol, um, I have ibuprofen, I mean, I was looking mostly for Tylenol um, children's for for my daughter, you know, because I mean, she's 
she's fighting a little bit of a cold, but she's no fever, no aching. She just has a runny nose, no cough, you know, and then she got really needy as I got ready to leave and, you know, and her mom needed a break too. Her mom, you know, after I came back, she, uh, you know, she decided to go to some stores. She went to like, I think it was like uh, the 99 cent store and she found a lot of generic over the counters and stuff and, um, diapers were out, you know, my two year old wears diapers and, um, you know, like my, my thought, my thinking is, is like, if you're going to try to supply yourself in this kind of a markets right now, where people hoarded a lot of shit, they bought in advance. I, matter of fact, I just talked to someone who they just wiped out their complete savings just on stocking up materials. And I said, what happens if this blows over like in a, like in a month or two, or what happens when they find some kind of treatment, um, you know, some kind of way to identify and test people. And they said, I don't, I really don't know, but I'd rather have than, than not have at all, you know? And, and I, and I understood where they were coming from. And I said, well, you know, thanks for letting me know. Um, you know, there's nothing worse when you don't know where you can get things. Now basics, now not all part of the United States can you get clean drinking water. Like Flint, Michigan can't do it. And there's other places in the south and southeast and, and north and northeast that you can't because of oil drilling. And I was, I just happened to catch a little bit of the Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden um, debate. And that also raised some alarming bells because I just don't feel like personally, Joe Biden, you're not fit to be president. Um, you're showing too much aggression, too much anger. Um, in a time where we need like, you know, temperance, we we need people to be able to manage crisis with a level head. And, and I liked really what Bernie Sanders had to say. Now, the only reason why I'm supporting Bernie, um, and I'm an independent, non-partisan, non-party affiliated. Um, the only reason why I support Bernie is because he is pointing out things of facts like we do not have a health care for all. We are lacking in this country and we are being abused by the pharmaceuticals, monopolies and big countries. That This is something we cannot argue. You know, we just can't. And the counter arguments are, well, people are going to abuse the system. You know, why you, we should all earn our fair share. But most of these arguments are coming like unfounded. I mean, let's, let's, let's really be realistic. If you can spend $340 million, excuse me, um, on a fighter jet, one fighter jet, $340 million, highest technological you know, advancements possible, and we're talking the F-22 Raptor, it's $340 million, um, last estimate I saw. Okay, just to make it, and put it out into the fleet. Now, this aircraft is assigned to the United States Air Force. Um, I believe it's assigned to the United States Navy. I don't think it's, you know, so, so you got problems. So not only that, it takes the money to supply. So 
here's some real issues dealing with the coronavirus and what it really shows in our weakness, like in my mind. One, we can't pay for Medicare for all because we're playing for military and we're donating too much money overseas. And this is not me for me to stir up shit, but this is a fact. You know, we're writing checks and we're giving money that where our money doesn't really have a back. Now, our economy took a huge hit last week. Huge hit. I mean, the worst ever seen. You know, I, th- I think they keep scaling back like how bad it is. Like first they said it's as bad as 2008. Then they said, it, oh, it's as bad as 1987. So these statements are kind of like alarming statements, if you really ask me. Um, and, and here's why. Because if they're comparing, I mean, it's reminding me of cycles in the economy that we were really unwise. And, you know, if I were to go and say the word politician, um, I just have to remember that with politics, we elect these people. Once they get into office, no matter where they are in their state or in the country, they are elected. They are made to make decisions. We are interconnected. And that's the thing is, is we have to accept for those who are in office. But what we can do is like, you know, we can harass them. We can call them and just say, look, you know, you will not be reelected if this shit keeps going on. So what the coronavirus really, it's, you know, what's really sad about it is that Um, I am holding the president and the head of CDC for this because China now has a grip on the coronavirus. They are, they have a mass testing system and retesting system, you know, so it's, you can't segregate people, you know, for tested and untested. It's just really dangerous. And considering we have so many people that are documented and undocumented workers, they're not going to be willing to be coming out of the woodwork. So you got like a populace. And no offense to, you know, uh, my culture or anything. It's just, it's it's a gap. So is everyone going to be willing to test it? So we're all, it shows we're all interconnected. We all touch hands. We all breathe space. Um, you know, they're, they're calling it like give your space, your social space, you know. And, you know, it really weakens the immune system. When you start to feel sad, you start to feel depressed all this other shit, right? So the government purposely, in my opinion, and this is key, my opinion, they are not wanting to test because they're saying the numbers are so low, but I really think it's much bigger than it is. And the thing is, is they haven't proven to where, how effective the virus really is. And there's lots of speculation. This was designed, da, 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 da. Well, that's kind of hearsay. And unless we can prove it, you know, we have to trust each other. Then comes the worst part, you know, the groceries, the medical supplies. You, um, where I live, um, and well, especially like in Tracy, um, you, I could not find any children's Tylenol, any fever medication. I couldn't find anything, really. Um, I saw a bunch of Claritin, um, but when I went to Costco, I found like Tylenol, like the, the jumbo extra strength, you know, which could last a little while. So it really, you know, raises awareness, you know, what you, what foods you have prepared. You know, people bought up all the top ramens and instant foods, instant pizzas, things like that. Really shitty food, if you ask me. Um, and then they went after the whole natural foods. People are paying arm and a leg for 
certain things, trying to order online. It's not working. So the president, you know, came out today and, and put out a public message, stop hoarding, stop grocery. And it's like, who's gonna, really going to listen to him? You know, that's, that's the fact, you know, it's like you created this mess, you know, you defunded the CDC, you defunded, you're not working with your constituents. So he's just trying to say, well, we've kept the virus down. And the real fact is, is that a lot of us already have it and we don't even know. And the ones that are suffering from the most, this is the facts that we do know, it does affect elderly people with weakened immune systems. Um, I have friends with lupus, like uh, one friend I'm, I'm calling out right now, lupus, the guru, a lupus warrior. Hey, I'm praying for you to stay out of contact with other people, you know, and uh, I, I pray for you, man. And so like people like that with autoimmune diseases, you know, they, 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 not, they not have the natural antibodies. Um, and the scary part for me is my two-year-old is not vaccinated and um, the reason why me and my girlfriend did, decided not to vaccinate her because um, we felt at the time there's no reason to give her these huge dose vaccines up until she's like three or four. We want to give her the best chance. There's lots of evidence, lots of support stating how these vaccines really weaken our children's immune system. So like I said before on this episode, you know, the body is designed to fight off viruses, but some things it just can't. It needs a little help once in a while. Getting a- antibodies or, um, you know, um, what do they call it? Antibiotics weakens. It really wreaks havoc on your, your whole system. It wants to kill everything, including the virus, so it doesn't spread. Like, I've had pneumonia, I don't know how many times, and bronchitis. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you you really do have to, you know, have some caution. But what scares me the most is people are willing to go and wipe out complete stores because of scares. Now, we don't know if we're going to be quarantined to our homes and there's no protocol for after. They are saying like, oh, 14 days, you know, you might have to stay home fine and dandy but you know what about our our lenders and our debtors you know this is going to create a huge people are going bankrupt literally bankrupt can't afford and they probably can't afford to recover so um you know we a lot of people are saying you know hey stop hoarding stop being an idiot stop being scared but no one is listening to each other it really takes a helping hand it really takes some kindness to um to be with one another, to change people's minds, to share your supplies. Um, one of my cousins uh, was telling me that my other cousin, his wife bought like, you know, 90 cases of water, you know, uh, and stocked up her garage. Now, what the fuck, you know, seriously? Um, so the my thing on that is, is there's vats you can buy to keep your water, you can um, get your purified water systems um, if they are still available. There's I saw in Costco today. There's still a lot of Brita filters. Um, you can purify your water, hold it in gallon jugs, seal it up. Don't refrigerate it because once you refrigerate it, um, it can. Once you take it out, it's it it starts building 
fungi and other things that water can get temp contaminated with. So um, water be is best just kept room temperature. Don't put it in the fridge. Leave it alone. You know, so on and so forth. So anyway, I'm watching people fight in stores over little things. And see, when I went to Costco today, I went right at 5.30. Because I knew most of the weekend shoppers, they wiped everything out. So what I started looking for was the essentials that most people wouldn't think about. Now, what would probably be gone in a grocery store? Obviously water and, and toilet paper. But there's plenty of paper towels. So if you run out of toilet paper, well, it's not comfortable. Toilet, you know, paper towels are pretty thick and, you know, it's going to clog your sewer system if you use too much. So um, it doesn't break down as easy. Um, so that's the problem with that. But if you, if it's an absolute necessary, then okay. Um, also diapers for children. Um, you know, my recommendation for that is just like buy the next size up if you can find it, you know, and work with potty training and that's the best thing that you can do I feel bad for a lot of newborns um, you know right now because their supplies are being wiped out you know um, I, I matter of fact I'm driving by a hospital a county hospital right now and their parking lots are full you know I don't know if these are people that are worried about their sick or what but you know so we really do have people I mean I encourage you do not be overtaken by the virus. Do not, you know, mentally. Because you, more than likely, we can recover. We can get sick for a while, but your body will recover. So, um, you know, take inventory of your supplies. And this also might be a good time to take inventory to, like, conserve, you know, not be so wasteful spending. You know, a lot of people are worried about, well, how am I going to be able to go back to work? You know, so on and so forth. Um, you know, especially people who deal with the public, restaurants are closed, you know, um, you know, the money situation, it's like, like I said, I have a friend who's already, they're down to zero. They have nothing left. They have a hundred bucks for gas to last them until they get paid next week. And I'm like, that's really dangerous. And I, and I feel them, you know, I don't really have much saved either, but my mom and I, we work together and we've, you know, my mom's always been a conserver she has lots of stuff that you wouldn't think of but she does so um you know now that we're in this panic state of mind we really got to start calming down and um you know that's that's just what i want to encourage but um don't go thinking that um it's so easy to go find supplies you know the one i worry most about right now is my 12 year old She's not supposed to come back from the Philippines with her mom until the 17th. But, you know, she said that they might be leaving today or tomorrow. And I don't know if my daughter's going to be quarantined for 14 days at a facility because she went to an Asian country, you know. And um, I'm hearing lots of other countries have way more together. They are testing. They, they don't have the hangups that we are struggling with. And this is all policy. This is, this is the public officials you voted for making decisions for you. So when it comes, you know, start thinking ahead when it comes down to the election. Um, yeah, these people that are in office saying, oh, we've got you covered, don't worry. There's lots of problems that come connected with this. 
you know, financial hardships. You know, I, I have friends who are worried, well, are they going to be evicted if they can't pay? You know, shit like that. I mean, I was supposed to move out of my mom's house last week and uh, I'm glad I didn't, you know. It's like, okay, it's smart just to save my money, work with the resources, you know, work with my girlfriend and, and my daughter and, you know, it's just important, you know, what you what you do. So, anyhow, um, I just wanted to get on here. Sorry if there's some sound effects. I'm driving right now. And it's helping me cope a little bit by talking to you all. Um, you know, deal with the whole situation. Because, like I said, seeing shel- store shelves empty. Literally empty. That's fucking scary. You know, in my mind. So, um, thank you again for listening to this edition of of Good Vibes to Jason B. All right, we'll talk to you all later, okay?